Hello, my name is Benjamin Trong, and I'm the Community Coordinator at Startup Edmonton. And welcome to the Get Started Show, a show where we talk about getting started with people who got started. And to kick the day off, we're having some delightful morning treats from BNA Bakery in Northeast Edmonton, just off of 82nd Street, with Greg Brillette, the founder of Fredible. Greg, how's it going? Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, so Greg, um, for our listeners today, could you give us a quick overview and intro about yourself as well as your company? Sure. So uh, my background is uh, computing science and data science, um, specifically entangled with music. Um, so we do um, basically artificial intelligence, machine learning uh, applications uh, on music. Um, so we have uh, two products. Um, the first one is called Fredible, and Fredible takes audio recordings of musicians, so guitarists and, and pianists playing music, and we'll write out sheet music and uh, a file called MIDI, which is uh, important for music production uh, for people to share online, uh, really important uh, in these pandemic days. Um, and our second product is called AI Music Lessons, and uh, that product is essentially teaching guitarists and, and piano players um, how to play their instrument uh, right from the very beginning. Uh, and we do that listening to them with AI, and the AI gives them feedback and selects songs for them to play and, and all of that. Awesome. Thank you. Well, we'll uh, I haven't eaten anything today, so maybe we could jump straight into the food portion of the show. Actually, that's a lie. I had one of these donuts earlier. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, this is the first time I'm having BNA Bakery. Oh, wow, yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'll grab a... I'll actually rip a piece so that I'm not taking a huge mouthful. <laughs> oh, I'm just going in. <laughs> All right, cheers. Cheers. Mm. Donuts are so good. Should probably not be so close to the mic. <laughs> I wanted to start off with something savory, so these German pretzels are like really good. Mm. I think I'll be a, I think I'll be a returning customer at BNA Bakery. Nice. Yeah, this is my cat. Apparently, <laughs> likes donuts as well. That's awesome. So we'll jump straight into the questions. Uh, the first one being, in university, as you mentioned, you studied both music and data science. Then with Fredible, you added entrepreneurship on top of that. So. How did your background prepare you to start a business, whether that's direct school experience or non-schooling related experience? Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty tough question because I don't think anything fully prepares you for what what challenges entrepreneurships, you know, what it really brings to the table. Um, I think I think that a lot of elements from school are transferable. Um, being a, in a tech stream with comp sci and data science that I guess really prepared me for the technical challenges, but uh, didn't fully prepare me for all the other challenges of running a business. And um, I, I think, you know, one of the greatest skills that an entrepreneur can have is just being a lifelong learner um, and understanding that um, in your journey, you're just constantly learning just because you have to wear so many hats um, and, and do different things in the company. So, um, just continuing 
along with learning even after you're out of school, I think is just the most important thing. Um, when I was a kid, um, I was always kind of into graphic design and, and web design and, um, you know, making websites for people, um, to kind of pay bills in college and buy playstations and stuff like that when I was a kid. So, um, that certainly helped and that, that was just a hobby and it just so happened that, that I use that every day in my job. Um, so that, that certainly helped out a lot. And this was back in the early days of the internet. We're talking angel fire sites, flash game <laughs> sites, lots of marquee animations, flaming um, text, flame, yeah, flaming text. Absolutely. Um, so maybe that stuff isn't transferable to today, but, um, certainly a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, and then, um, just, just in, in school, what's really different is you, you kind of have constant mentorship in school. Like you, you have a teacher or you have, um, you know, peers that, that you're with. Um, but in entrepreneurship, you're really kind of on your own. Um, you might have like a small mentorship team. Like for example, I'm part of, um, uh, University of Alberta's VMS program which gives um, entrepreneurs uh, some mentorship. And you might have investors who are, are business people giving you advice and kind of reorienting you. Um, but I think the, the greatest thing that I learned is that your customers are kind of your mentors. They, they let you know when you're doing well and when you're doing poorly and you know what you need to change. So I think that that's um, maybe the differences between you know what I learned in school and how that transferred over to uh to entrepreneurship awesome well thank you um so now that you're a couple of years in with fredible what is the challenge that you now face or or you came across that you didn't expect when you first started yeah very also tough questions um i think uh one thing i didn't really foresee was um i always knew that i would you know have employees and 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 uh, be, be responsible for those people. But I don't think that you truly understand what it means to take care of your employees until you actually have them. And you really do feel um, like you're, you're responsible for them and like you're paying their bills and you know they depend on you. And you spend a large amount of time with these people, like eight to 10 hours a day. Um, so just making sure that, that they're happy and, and doing pulse checks and, and, um, especially now when, when everything's remote and, um, there's obviously a lot of other stressors in, in life on top of, uh, like normal work stress, right? Um, just, um, feeling, feeling, um, like, like you have to take care of them. I just, it's a kind of like a fatherly role almost. Um, and I, I just, I never really expected that when I started. Um, so I think, um, also, uh, kind of more like a, a psychological, um, the emotional toll of being an entrepreneur, I never really expected that either. Um, so I guess a lot of the soft skills and um, less like less business, less um, technical kind of stuff is what I what I kind of expected going in, and um, just dealing with all of the kind of social and and emotional components. Um, being an entrepreneur. I, I think any founder will say that it's like being on an emotional roller coaster and uh, it's one that you just can't, you can't get off. Um, you, you can't go to your investors and say, 
I've had a really bad week or month and I'm, I'm done. You just can't like you're, you're locked in. You, uh, you step in, you buckle up and you're on that roller coaster. Um, and the highs are really high and the lows are really low. <laughs> and you just, you can't turn it off. There's no off switch. Your mind doesn't turn off. You're constantly thinking of it. Um, so that's definitely what I, uh, what I did not expect. Awesome. Um, so what is something that you would do differently if you were to start all over again? Hey, hindsight, my friend, many things. <laughs> um, I would say, and, and every company is kind of different because they get access to capital at different points. And, um, we had capital pretty early, um, through seed investment. Um, and, and even then, um, just because I could do a lot of different things. Um, so I had like a, a design background, you know, doing web design. So sure, I'll do the web design and I'll design some aspects of, of certain things. Um, I have the comp side background. I have the data science background. Um, thinking in the early days that I could, you know, tackle all the business stuff with no experience. Um, my, my point being is that just because you can put on a hat and emulate the role of somebody else doesn't mean you're going to do uh, the same uh, quality of work as someone if you were to hire them. And they'll probably do it better and they'll free up your time to, to um, step more holistically in the company and look like trajectory. Where do I need to go? What do I need to do to free up your time to um, take on that CEO role? So um, I would have hired earlier um, to move, move a lot faster. Um, we're a data science company, so need a bunch of data to start training and, and learning and there's no immediately available data sets to us for us to just use. Um, so we spent a large portion of time just collecting data and annotating it and paying people to annotate it through you know crowdsource services and, and what have you. Um, so that just burned a lot of time before we could even have a minimum viable product. Um, and just hiring a bunch of people earlier on would have uh, would have just quickened things up a lot. So that's probably you know one thing I would have done differently for sure. Perfect, thank you. Um, so that kind of wraps up the questions, but I will throw in a bonus. Uh, nice. At the startup Edmonton offices, your team is kind of infamously known as the table tennis champions. <laughs> Who would you say the best ping pong player with Incredible is? Um, I would say um, Addy. Uh, his name's Atharv Vora. And uh, he worked with us for the summer. That guy has a killer smash. Um, <laughs> you can barely see it. Sometimes when, when he would smash against us, um, we would just turtle and, you know, roll up into a ball and face the wall so that, it, you know, if it hit us, it hit us in the back. Guy's got a crazy smash. He's pretty good. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, we'll jump into the different segment of the show called the social media deep dive. So this is where we've dug through some social content on the interwebs, and then we asked our guests to explain what's happening in a particular piece of content. So is this something on my content? Oh, uh, <laughs> so yeah, maybe Greg, tell us the story behind this moment. Uh, who was it that one a startup team member came up to me and said, Hey, Greg, you want to go talk to the mayor? And uh, I laughed. And I was like, I like Don. Let's go. Uh, let's go talk to him. And uh, at first, I thought it was a joke, and then Don was there. 
And then, uh, yeah, we talked about um, my cat, I think. I haven't <laughs> looked at this clip in a long time. Um, the chief feline officer. And uh, I think we talked about Montreal a little bit. And uh, honestly, it was a really chill conversation. It was just uh, kind of not what I expected. Yeah, awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so for people watching today, uh, where can they find you or information about your company, Fredable? Yeah, you can go to fredable.com. That's F-R-E-T-T-A-B-L-E.com. Um, you can also go to AIMusicLessons.com. Um, so that's uh, our two products. Um, and then basically at Fredable at AI Music Lessons on, on all social media. Awesome. Thank you. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And just before we wrap up, um, since 2009, we've been supporting entrepreneurs at Startup Edmonton as they launch and grow. Uh, we're here to help through our programming, community events, and connecting founders with resources to help turn ideas into startup companies. So if you're listening today and you're looking for a place to start, you can feel free to book a free 30-minute Get Started meeting with us at startupedmonton.com. Greg, thank you so much again, and thank you for all of our viewers uh, to, for tuning in today. Hey, my pleasure. And, and just for the people that want to get in entrepreneurship, um, we're all on the Startup Edmonton Slack. So you can just search my name and you can say hi. And if you have any questions, um, like literally any founder, we're all pretty open and, and, and willing to share our experiences and help. So um, take advantage of that. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks. Thanks for the treats. <laughs> Bye-bye.